0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Davis Fitness Method podcast. I'm your host again, Stephen Davis, and today I've got an extra special guest, Luca Uh He has been a longtime mentor of mine, and um, it's kind of hard to put what he does into one sentence. You've you've got. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> Millionaire, author, uh, investor uh community full answer business like you you name it you've done it you're uh, a content content producer you've written for various publications been featured in va- various publications strength coach uh to pro teams to pro players how would you tell people who you are mm, that's a great question
1: i mean i i honestly think that at the baseline of it all um i'm a coach period you know and and Look, it's, it's funny because somebody asked me this and I was like, well, you know, I'm in the grand scheme of things, because you could list a lot of stuff that I do. But like I, I want to continue to get better as a coach when it comes to the fitness space, meaning, you know, helping people look, feel, perform better for good. Um, And I'm in the trenches and continue to get better at that. And then I educate people about it. Right. So it's like I do it. I continue to get better at it. And then I educate people about it. Then there's the part two, which is I'm an entrepreneur, so I run a business. Business is and I continue doing that and getting better about you know, at it. And I educate people about it and coach them on it, right? So those are the kind of like the two big buckets. I feel like um, at first, um, I, I think that my explanation too is like there's there, you got coaching and then you got the business of coaching. They're two different things, right? And if you go into the coaching space and you love the coaching space, like I love, I've, I like fucking love this industry, right? Like you're phenomenal at the coaching because that's the stuff that's going to get you or should I say get you, but like get people great results, right, so now that's not just the actual training part, that's training, nutrition, lifestyle changes, being a great communicator, creating a great customer experience and a coaching experience, being really good at you know uh, retaining people, creating great environments, like all that stuff fits into the bucket of coaching, I believe, right? You can know you're training stuff up and down and you're not likable, you're not gonna be successful in this industry, right? Um, So there's the coaching bucket. And then when you, you know, I think that that can solve a lot of stuff for people. I actually think that people jump the gun and don't really get good at that and build a reputation um, at being phenomenal at getting people results with a great experience. And then you get to the point where you go like, okay, well, shit, like I got, you know, packed book of business. I do really well here. You know, maybe I'm working too many hours or whatever. How do I scale my business, right? And then scaling your business can be a million different things. You open up a gym, You hire people, you hybrid it and you train in person some and you go online some, right? Then that starts being the business of coaching or should I say, you know, and that's marketing sales, systems, fulfillment, hiring, firing, leadership, right? And that's a whole other bucket that you got to develop. And I I, I don't even have the answer whether that, you know, you should go into the direction of owning a gym. That's, I think it, and it, it depends, you know, people, I mean, today you got so many options as a coach, you know, to, to create a career for yourself. I think it's exciting. Um, but for me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a people person. I'm a brick and mortar guy. I, I like, you know, shake hands and kiss babies and do stuff in person. And, eat, I, and I, I love that. That's why even a bunch more of the businesses we're building, they're brick and mortar. You know, they're, I want to be able to wave to people and build community. Um, and not to say you can't do it online, but I certainly 100% believe you can't do it the same way as you do in person. Right. So So when you zoom out, that's kind of the, you know, the two things that I do, right? Um, And then I think that everybody, as they grow as an entrepreneur, you know, it's like, hey, there's been companies I've believed in or made some educated guesses and, you know, invested in, or, you know, I've I've bought real estate because I felt that. I I think that in the fitness space, that's a very smart move if you're a long-term gym owner, right? If you you go like, I want to own a gym for a decade or two decades, or I want to make a career out of it, I, I believe that every person should want to, you know, get to a point where they're buying real estate that they're doing their gym in. Right. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily call myself, like I'm super passionate about real estate, but I I think it's smart, you know, so I own a bunch of apartment building with my partner, Steve Prebs and commercial real estate I own, own the whole vigor building. Um, and continuing to like, we're trying to do some more projects where we own commercial properties, but it, it's all at, both you know those two main ones are what leads to all the other stuff so that's really the two things that I kind of I'm like you know if you want to be a master of your craft what are those things for me I want to be a master of the coaching craft and I want to be a master of the fitness business craft you know now look I would say if you're really good at business I think you can go into other businesses right but but this is the industry I love and like to me it's like I just want to continue to be better and better and better and better and then continue to coach and educate people in those two buckets in this industry. Well,
0: hopefully that was a good explanation. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely thorough. I, I, uh, there's so many directions that I feel that we could take this mainly just because your vast wealth of knowledge. Um, wherever you would have coached. Like, so parts of me wants to talk about athlete for life, but first I wanted to talk about like, are there are there parallels from what you see with your clients? like? these are traits that make them just generally like successful or that will make them successful when it comes to a coaching program is there certain mindsets that they need to have um, or or their frameworks that you instill in people so I you know this is
1: when I look back okay so I'm, I'm going on to close it's not 20 years yet but I think I've been coaching for 18 plus you know if I looked at the first client that I actually coached I was still playing pro basketball so it was it was parallels but you know, over the course of that time, I think it's been last, I stopped counting like 4,000 plus clients in some way or another, whether it's teams, groups, you know, one-on-ones, individuals. And you kind of want to, you know, that question is actually making me reflect a little bit on it. Um, When you zoom out, and I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this, you get somebody, they're super A-type, they come in and like, you know, they've heard about you, they trust you, a friend told them, and they're like, Hey, I, you know, there's an NFL guy uh, retired now that came in was like, hey, man, like um, mm-hmm. we did some training kind of like on and off ish. Right. And then went off season. He was like, Listen, man, I think you're like, you know, this stuff better than anybody I've ever seen. Like whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. Like you tell me to do three sets of jumping off the building, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, ah, we won't be doing that. But for for example, right. He did, I mean, pretty much everything, almost to the T, got these I mean, amazing results in, you know, year eight or nine of his career, you know, <laughs> fastest times he's ever and so on and so forth. Now, you know, how do you go about that? And you go like, okay, this person, now I know a specific client, I I, I kid you not, it was a year and a half, right, of them coming here, not being consistent, you know, struggling, struggling even with being consistent with the training, right? So it's like, at first, inconsistent with everything. Nutrition, lifestyle changes, roller coaster, training, you know, showing up for a week, not showing up for a week, showing up one time instead of three, all of that. And in around the year and a half mark, now look, as a coach, sometimes you get frustrated. You want the best for your clients, right? But you you know, the goal is as a coach, to also keep showing up. We always tell our clients, hey, you gotta keep showing up, right? Dan John says, you know, three things. show up don't quit ask questions right now we got to flip that on ourselves right so we tell this to clients say hey listen these are the secrets to success show up don't quit ask questions but then as a coach how many times do you not show up not quit on your clients ask them questions right so i take that example at about a year and i consistently was like doing my best job encouraging sometimes i'd be frustrated sometimes i would sit down and be like hey look like I feel that you know I'm more committed to this than you are but like hey I don't want to judge so let's what's going on talk to me right and like there's a lot of life stuff that was going on in uh, in our life specifically And at a year and a half though something ticked and I don't you know I couldn't tell you if it was just consist consistent me showing up not quitting asking questions encouraging positive and then from that point on like the training became very consistent right and, you know, training became a keystone habit. You know, people start training consistently. Their nutrition started getting better, right? And then from year one and a half to two and a half, they made this incredible transformation, right? So now you you take those two examples and you go like, well, you know, what are, like, are there things that they have in common? Absolutely, right? But the, the, the truth is, like, somebody could take them up right away. Why? I mean, nature, nurture, previous habits, pro athlete, like, very much more... Drilled into it, and then there's this other person that had, I you know when you talked about uh, mindsets, I was like yes, because you want to improve skill sets and you want to improve mindsets, right? What is a mindset? A mindset is an ecosystem of beliefs, right? So that second example, that person had an ecosystem of beliefs. Some of them were things like, you know, my genetics aren't that good, like ah, you know I. It's me, you know, I've done this before and I fell off. I don't know if I can achieve it, you know, and again, th- so it took time to slowly start shifting some of those beliefs, you know, and a lot of questions that I would ask is like, Hey, you know, every time, like she'd say something like, well, you know, with me, you know, it's like in my, and like for me, it's harder to say, say, Hey, how's, you know, how's that belief serving you? What do you mean? Like I said, no, how's that belief serving you? Like, I'd be like, Hmm, it's not. Okay, if it's not serving you, is it valuable to keep that belief? Right? It's, you're you're holding on. If you if you get to hold on to a limitation for dear life, like then you can keep it, but then you're not going to move forward. Now I can't tell you how many conversations I had like this. Right? I mean, I'm talking a like, year and a half. It didn't seem like there was a lot of change. But let me was that year and a half uh, useless? No. Like that's you know that's where like the things are changing underneath, and you just can't see it. And then that kind of comes into play a year and a half where those things become actions. So, my point being this, right, because I, I want to connect the dots of, of what you asked, right? I wanted to give two extreme examples. Either way, there was a skill set and mindset factor to it, right? One person had the mindsets and just needed to plug in the skill sets, right? One person had, I would say both of them were kind of like on a scale of one to 10 on the lower end. Right. And it took a little bit longer. It's almost like a snowball momentum, right? It took a while, but then when it clicked, it moved faster. So either way, people have to work on their skill sets and work on their mindsets. And you know, to me it's like, who are we to judge how fast it should be? I think in I think in the coaching space, it's actually a thing that um and I used to do it by the way, so I'm not gonna pretend like, you know, me holier than thou. I used to do this dumb shit. But it would be like, man, I only, you know, I just, I'm not going to work with, if you're not a committed, I'm not going to work with you. It's like, well, fucking, you're not going to work with anybody, you know, or very few people, because most people come to a coach because they have commitment issues. But the question is, like, what's the cause of those commitment issues, right? A lot of times it's, um, you know, the approach, right? They've been listening to social media and this, that, the other, as detoxes and this quick transformation in eight weeks and bada, blah, 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 right? Versus like having a, hey, I'm, I'm in this for the long run. Like, I'm, you know, I'm looking a year or two ahead, at making these changes, right? And so you have to help them see that. So that's going to take time. That's part of the mindsets system, and belief systems, right? My, if your belief system is in eight to ten weeks, I can completely alter my life around, and it'll stick for good, no problem. And I mean, that's very difficult to do. I mean, are there some outliers? Sure. Majority of people, right? Too much change too fast is is something that you can't maintain, right? And we all. You know what is the question for, for a lot of our clients is like is this sustainable for you right so if, they, if they're like you know like i'm going to do this much cardio on this and this and this i said okay cool so after these eight weeks or 12 weeks or whatever you know is this going to be sustainable it's like well no and then you know with with the questions you get discovery like what are you going to do after that uh right so you, you, as a coach like you're always unraveling and curious and try to understand that and the goal is to move them forward. That's it. Like, that is it. Like, who are we to, you know, judge how fast somebody moves or uh, how slow somebody moves? Like, our goal is just always to progress them. And I think getting better at uh, at clear conversations, like, you know, I do this uh, pretty, pretty often. Somebody goes, like, I want to achieve this goal. And I'm like, that's possible, right? Is it probable? Mm-hmm. It's possible, but here's what this is going to take. So an example of that would be, I'll lose 40 pounds in like three months. It's possible. You know, they want to get ready for a wedding. I said, let me show you the chart of what it takes to do that. You know, on a scale of one to 10, our nutrition is going to have to be dialed in at like a nine, right? Hey, you're going to have to do three strength sessions a week, three conditioning sessions. We're going to have to do this. We're going to have to do that. It's going to be a lot more compliance, right? Now, you know, or we could do this longer route, more sustainable, less stress, less, you know, taking on new things. Uh, Or we could do this route, you know, and then it's like, you give, you go like, which one of these seems the most probable to you, you know? And I don't know if it's a wedding people will go like, yep, fuck it. Like, (laughs) give me the hardest one. Right. But if it, if it's not, which is most scenarios, let people choose the difficulty level of it. But I think it's showing them visually, like, absolutely. But Hey, this is what this is going to take. Right. And like, I don't know if that's sustainable for you. Like, here's what I would recommend, you know, as an expert, uh, but like whatever you choose, I'll support Right. And even when people come and say, like, hey, I want to do this like fasting thing, and I, if, if I don't agree with it and they're like gung ho on it, say, so, okay, look, you know, I would recommend you do it this way. If you want to go and do it this way, I'll support you. And let's, you know, let's, I'll keep track of it. Let's, let's see how this goes. I'll, I'll be here every step of the way. Because the thing is, if you become a person that's like, well, that's dumb, I think they're not going to want to, you see what I'm saying? They're not going to want to coach with you, right? And maybe they need to discover that this is not the best option, but they need support, right? That's a. I think I answered your question in a pretty long format because, look, it, you know, this stuff is difficult, man. Like I, I mean, I can give you hundreds of examples that were so different in change, you know. And here's another one too, and I, I know a lot of people kind of run into this. Were you successful as a coach if somebody came to you and a year later, they, you know, they haven't dropped a lot of weight? um you know they're stronger they're healthier but they haven't dropped a lot of weight like you know somebody might go like oh you suck as a coach but there's so many factors in in that but like what if that person wasn't with you maybe they would weigh 30 pounds more maybe their their mental health would be way worse maybe they'd go into a spiral so maybe that year of not losing weight but instilling certain good things was very successful but in this space we always just look at like Oh, look at that before and after, it's unbelievable. Look at this before and after, right? We're, we're we now, you know, we know like strength training and, and, and positive communities, all these different things are so much more than that. Now look, don't get it twisted. I'm gonna, I wanna get my clients to my goals, whether that's weight loss, fat loss, health, you know, let's see blood work markers, all these different things. But you know, we're in such a bad space if we look at the country as a whole when it comes to health. Like if we can get people into environments where they're exercising and around other people, you know, like tribal it's like the social structure where the, the habits of the group become the habits of this new person, we're 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 winning, right? And it's like if if that dial's moving slow as long as it's moving, I'm very happy about it. You know, and that would not be my answer like ten years ago. You know, ten years ago I'd be like, I get my clients the greatest results. Ba 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 ba, you know, I'll give you this bullshit <laughs> thing, right? But once you've done it for a long time, I think that you start looking at things very, very differently and you look at timelines differently. And so, you know, um, I think that one of the biggest successes in fitness is like, man, just make sure you have people continue to come back because then you can actually help them, right? So, you know, I think that's such an important part. And if you talk to very successful coaches and gym owners, what you'll find is like, you know, and whether it's. My friend Ben Bruno Don Saladino I had Adriel Mays on and stuff. You know, people would have had clients for, you know, uh, Chad Landers, decades, multiple decades. It's like, you know, I've just had a a lot of the same clients for a very, very long time, right? And I think that's less and less of the norm. And I, I believe that you can be really successful if you do an incredible job and keep people. Right? Because again, if you have like, look, let me give you a, a baseline example. 20 clients. Each of them training two to three times a week. How many I mean, think about that. It, let's say it's in a semi-private setting or some of them are in one-on-one setting, but you just maintain 80% of those clients for the next five years. Like you will do exceptionally well. And you won't have to get new people. And those people will probably refer to where you won't be able to take more people on. Now it's simple, but that's very, very hard, right? Cause it's just like you gotta do the basics exceptionally well. And that whole like, you know, what's extraordinary, what's the extra step in ordinary and do what you said you do do it when you said you do it do a little bit above and beyond and just be consistent with that and you know that's the recipe for greatness even again we can we can dial into the, the details of it but i i think that there's a lot of focus on um novelty because it's easy right like what's the new thing and i'm like hey for do it better and do more of it Right. We talked about this on, on, on one of the last, uh, coaching calls, but it was like, and first do more of it and do it better. And later on, once you've really dialed that in, then you do new. Right. But what, what happens is like, you don't like, you know, it could be a content thing too, right? Like if you're on marketing side of things, Hey, I do a piece of content once a week, I'm like, okay, cool. Do it seven times a week and then do it 14 and then 21. Right. That's more. Right. And then it's like, Hey, do it better. Right, and then like I don't know, a year and a half later, it's like, all right, here's this new thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it's very quick. Like, yeah, I'm doing content once a week, and I'm like, I'm doing it so-so. I'm not really putting a lot of time and attention into it. Uh, but I, there's this new thing that came out. I'm like, yo, don't worry about the new thing. Right, same thing with the coaching thing. Right, it's like, uh, how's your follow-up? Well, I follow up pretty good. Let me see. Right, and then you are you following up within five to ten minutes? No, like usually within the next day. I'm like, man, it's kind of slow. Right? And how long do you follow up for? What's your structure for following up? Oh my, you know, a week two later, kind of, okay. So your follow up is like a four out of 10. Man, I mean, you gotta follow way more and do it way better. Get it to a nine out of 10, do that consistently for six months, see where your business is at. Then maybe you can, th- you know, add some new things in But those are, you know, you run into this. I mean, look, it's it, 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 at the baseline, it's like nutrition, right? Or training more better than new so for example are you getting enough protein in every day right it's like oh man i'm 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 getting about 30 grams in with breakfast man lunch is tough but dinner like, yeah dinner's pretty good okay cool so just do more of like get more protein right and then maybe get better protein choices right maybe it's like some foods that are more you know don't just drink shakes let's get some real food in get better options right okay cool what's the second thing yeah, I do a greens drink. Yeah, but are you get some real veggies in. No, okay, cool. Let's do more of that. Right? It's it's the same thing. It's like, hey, I'm doing strength training once a week. Okay, let's get you to three. Let's get you to two. More of it. And oh, just about everything. Like you look at business. You know, that's the cool thing about principles of 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 improvement. It's like these baseline things kind of work for everything, right? Uh, I mean, how many times do I talk to people like, man, I want to grow my business? Okay, cool. Uh, where do you have blocked out times to market? Huh? What do you mean? Like you sit down and like the only thing you do in that time is you actually market your business. You send out an email that has a super signature. So as a call to action, you create a six phase story that, you know, has a call to action. You put up a Facebook ad, uh, you write an article that's valuable, but within it, there's a call to action, right? You do, you have a content piece that you run as an ad to a front end offer, whatever maybe We could go, you know. You go to JVs and you go and, and give them this option where they can give their clients three sessions with you. I mean, we go down the list, right? But it's like, oh, man, I don't really have that scheduled. Okay, well, do that, right? And, and so and this is what I'm saying is is it's not these new complex things or something that you're missing, right? It's, you it's well? uh, this is what happened in, like when you hear down in the gym that, something fell apart <laughs> you probably don't hear it on the mic but but i heard it but it's you know i think that's such an important factor that like you know we we're so quick to like because in this in his day and age you get hit by so many things like you watch it you know you're on your tiktok and your your ig and whatever is some some cool pops up it's like oh my god i gotta do this shit right oh my god this person has a million followers and they're doing this i gotta do that and it, you don't just zoom out and go like here's what what are the basic things that are really going to improve your life, whether it's training and nutrition and health, whether it's, again, sales and and marketing and your business. And that in itself is such a skill set and discipline. Like, it's a discipline to be able to not be caught by the new cool thing and just improve the thing, you know, that, uh, or should improve the skill set that is really going to help you grow and you can attach to it. Attach to it meaning, like, I know if I send out XYZ emails and I do this thing that I'm gonna get more leads, right? I know that if I eat more protein every day, there's gonna be nutritional displacency and I'm gonna eat less crappy foods and that's gonna help me you know, be more full, eat less calories, have better muscle retention, so on and so forth, right? And honestly, as a coach, like that's kind of the goal is to help people go like, you don't need to know all the steps. You need to know the next step or maybe the next two Let's get you doing these consistently. You feel confident in that, that's sustainable. Let's build from there. All right? And that's forever. <laughs> that's the path forever.
0: So what I'm hearing um, from if we were to if we were to take this like regardless of who you're getting, the person who's ready to basically eat a shoe if you told them to, mm-hmm. and the person who struggles to stay committed, they both come to you with basically like maybe would have would have originally been the seeds of hope. And maybe the first individual is more firmly rooted and the other one is uh, just needs watering. Um, Whatever skills either one of them may have, it's first uh, do it more and then do it better. And then that person on the the left, uh, maybe at one point was the person on the right and you're just coming to them at a certain point in their timeline. For sure. Um, Or maybe they have always been like that and maybe they saw success from a young age and then. They were just cultivated that way through their community and what uh, led them to you. Um, but regardless, your job as a coach is to make sure that you're doing your best to support them, to make sure that they're asking themselves the right questions so that they can create the right environment in their own mind.
1: And, and so listen, so I, I'm, cause I'll zoom out again. I'll try to give as many, um, like I, I like to give frameworks that people can use and examples, right? So it's like there's some principles and there's some tactics to go beyond it, right? So again, looking at, you know, when we, I, I, I've always liked this idea about the next step, you know, uh, now, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, training, nutrition, our lives are bio-physio-social. So what that means is that like, you know, we're, it's not like just the like, my genetics, physiological training, you know, inputs, this, that, the other. It's biological too. If I'm sick, if something's wrong with me, like I'm going to have a harder time adapting, right? I got gut issues that's stalling my fat loss or my health or something else, right? But it's also social, right? So are you the same? Like maybe you're doing everything perfect. Like you're, you're on a roll, right? We talked about like skill sets and like, man, you're doing good. And then there's some traumatic event in your life. Like you get divorced, you go, you know, you have a big injury. Somebody dies in your life, right? That changes everything, right? Now you're struggling. You know, the things that were no problem, you're struggling with everyday things. Right, because there's grief and there's all these other things that you have to deal with. So in that process, as a coach, and by the way, like I'm not, you know, I'm always like, hey, there's a point in time where, of course, you got to, you know, refer out. But again, our goal maybe that the, the the goals completely change, and like, what's the next step for that person? Maybe to find some control in their life, right? And it's like, hey, it's not about like hitting that 500 pound deadlift. It's about like come in here and like get the training done, but like maybe not destroy you because you got all this stress and fight or flight, the other 24 seven, you know, that like pushing you harder is just gonna break you, but but this stimulus is helping you. Maybe the hardcore conditioning that we had now is more like zone two, like get you more parasympathetic, get you more relaxed, let's get you doing some, you know, breathing drills and mobility and yoga and whatever it may be, right? So th- th- this is what I'm saying that like, when you zoom out, going, going back to the frameworks, I, I like, and I like simple things, right? There's training, there's nutrition, there's recovery, there's mindset. I think those are the four big kind of wheels you could argue that there's a bunch of other stuff but to me it's like it's an easy concept for people to understand you know the amount of times that i have somebody come in that's a type personality trains seven days a week you know six seven days a week most of those training sessions are hard because it gives them some form of um mental s- stress relief right like the hard workout is like man i was I feel better now you know i got my my darkness out right But because they're an A-type personality, they work 14 hours a day, they they make a lot of decisions, leadership stuff, this, that, the other. You know, stress is stress, right? We understand allostasis, right? Like, and homeostasis and allostasis, right? Like, there's training stress, but then there's life stress, and all of it is stress. And they would come in, and I trained a bunch of executives that are like, you know, I'm stalling. I got, like, injuries, but they told me you are great, so I'm here, right? And we start assessing things and we're looking at training, nutrition, recovery, mindset. And it's like, oh man, like, listen, and I try to, I'm a doodler, right? So I draw a lot. I'm like, you know, here's your bathtub. You know, here's your faucets of stress. You know, like your bathtub is full, buddy. Like it's spilling over. You know what I mean, we are we have to make some choices. Can you turn down the faucet of work? Nope. Absolutely not. We're making these deals. Like we're in a bin bin bin. Okay, cool. Faucet stays on. All right. Family faucet, you know, like, uh, ah, no, I'm, I'm spending not enough time with them anyways. Okay, cool. All right. Training faucet. Oh, but no, this is my stress reliever. So then we start having this conversation and go like, look, you know, you can train, but we're going to have to train different. All right. We're going to do three hard sessions, but the rest are going to be like zone two, this, that. And then me as a coach, I got to, I got to find ways for them to feel like they trained, but it's really not stressing their system. Right. And I've had arguments sometimes for a month too, you know, and I would, I would say like, Hey, how's this working for you? So like, oh, calm. I'm exhausted. I'm done. All right, like, how about this? Let's do this for 30 days. Let's try it my way. If it's not working, we'll go back to your way. Deal. Deal. Okay, cool. You know, and you have to, I mean, look, this, this is real. Like you have to negotiate with people, even though it's for their, for their betterment. Right. And then 30 days in, it's like, they're hitting, you know, new PRs in week three. They're like, Oh man, I feel more energized. Hey, I'm sleeping better. Right. And it's like, Hey, do you want to continue on this plan? I'll keep, you know, anything, the buy-in's there. Yep. I like this. Okay, cool. You know, sometimes it takes more time, but th- this is the challenging part, right? It's, it's not, if you only know training and you're like, I'm creating training programs, but yeah, but you got to look at sleep. You got to look at, you know, people come in dehydrated all the time. They're going to feel like crap, right? You got a lot of times, you know, I, I do, especially for, I'll say higher level clientele, we do, you know, I got partnership with Merrick. So I send them to do labs, you know, and like, even for myself, like you think that I know like how I feel and everything else. I went and did labs, and it's like, whoa, your hormones are shot. Whoa, you're deficient here, and it was like, damn, like you know, deep health. All right, I got to supplement these things. I got to make some changes. We're gonna retest in four months, and then if it, this doesn't get better, I got to make some decisions on how to get this part of my health back. Same thing for for folks, right? They keep running into a wall. I'm like, hey, look, let's do, let's do a deep, you know, let's do blood work and look at all this stuff. Let's do some stool samples and see what's going on there. Right. And again, look, I would say that most people, if they make lifestyle change and they start exercising and eating better and hydrating enough, like these basic things and improving their sleep, you know, think they're going to feel better, look better, perform better. But, you know, sometimes I think showing people things like sometimes people won't believe you. It and it's like, hey, let's do this blood work. Right. And then they see it. Right. And they get the 32 page report. And it's like, hey, this ain't good if you keep going this way. And then it's like, oh, shit. And then they start listening. So we have to have, you know, as coaches, like you you should have the deepest toolbox possible to figure stuff out, you know? And I think that one of the most important ones, just as a value is curiosity. Ask a lot of like, ask more questions than you give answers. Right. And again, have tools for like, don't believe me, let's do a test. And then the test is going to show you something, right? Like every time I do this, my back hurts right? Like, okay, cool. Let's correct the form. Oh, that's better. Let's lift this up. Okay, that's better. Like, it's an assessment, right? Like, hey, if you lift from here, this is not good for you right now. We'll get there, right? Let's do this mobility test. Hey, this is what we're looking for. You're not there yet, right? And the thing is, all you're doing is you're shooting. It's like a mirror, you know, the mirror shows them something. Same thing with the blood work. Same thing, you know, we're, we're very fortunate because right now I'm going to uh, be bringing in another business as uh renting it out but it's like you know uh, dexa fit and vo2 max testing right so we'll be able to go like hey very you know we got an in body but like very precise here's where you are lean body mass body fat percentage uh visceral fat okay you're resting at your resting heart rate you know this is how you're using oxygen like here's your vo2 max here's your anaerobic threshold here's how it is compared to like a fit person you know and a lot of people like to you know they go like damn like I'm in the bottom 20th percent out. Like, yeah, do you want to be there? No, I want to get better. Okay, great. Like, here's how we're, this is what we're going to do for conditioning to get you healthier and to get you better there. Right. And so that's the type of stuff that I would say, you know, again, it's part of the toolbox, but we're looking at all these factors. And I think from the outside in, and I, I, I'm sure that you'd agree, like as a coach, you know, I take this profession so seriously, right? Like, and you, you know, you've done a ton of, uh, Studying and certifications and like I mean I've you know I've I've done it for forever, but continue to to improve on those things. That like, it's a serious profession. If you want to be really good at this, like you got to get really great at your craft. And it just so happens that like this craft, you're juggling a lot of things and throwing up in the air, right? Like I, I I said it five six years ago. Um, in five six years, so today, if you're a coach and you're not good at nutrition you start becoming a relic, right? Like, hey, I can help you with all this training stuff, but I don't really know anything about nutrition. But for people to get healthier, perform better, look better, you know, feel better, like you gotta have nutritional guidance, right? To You know, today I'll say that in the next five to six years, if you don't have some understanding, and again, like that doesn't mean you go and get a master's in psychology, become a psychiatrist, but like you have to understand behavior change you have to understand neurology you have to understand habits and you know how you develop them and break them and build them like you you have to uh i would say understand like environmental sciences meaning to a degree like how environments you know affect us and again you don't have to be like the doctor whiz about this but you have to understand that so that you can help people change their behaviors right because and you have to be great Uh, listen you you know there's no excuse of of like well i'm an introvert i'm the you have to become a good communicator. I think that the communication is the bridge between knowledge. You know, I I always say like information, integration, transformation, right? But to get the information to integration, like you have to be able to communicate well, like you have to tell stories well, like you have to be able to wrap things. Like if you do this, you'll be able to get the thing that you really want. Right. And then you got to figure out what that thing is for them. Right. But, in you know and and with the years i you know i'm I'm a geek about training right, so like we can talk about training all day what i what I found is that many people um you know that bridge between like the x's and o's of stuff to the integration that's sustainable that bridge is 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 not built or it's weak or it's broken right and and that's why uh, I would say folks don't get results right and and that becomes the whole like i mean i like this will sound like uh a little much, but it really doesn't. If you went on Google and like you know nothing about nutrition and you spent two weeks Googling some quality sites, you know all the basic stuff that you need to know about nutrition, right? Like calorie restriction, around about where you should be, you know, hey, protein is very, very important, and what nutrients you need, like macros. And obviously, I'm not even saying that like you need to know the macros, but you know these baseline things like, hey, I know the X's and O's of how I should eat. So, if anybody on the planet can find that out, and now we have podcasts and YouTube channels. I mean, the more information you ever wanted, right? How come we still have the biggest issue ever, right? So it's not a an X's and O's stuff, uh, problem, right? It's a how to get people to do it. And, and, and that's what coaching is. It's like, how do you take the X's and O's and help people to do it and do it so it becomes a part of their life. It's who they become rather than what they do for a certain period of time, which is why, you know, I've done less and less and less of uh, you know transformation challenges. By the way, like I, I think that they're useful um, mm-hmm. because they're useful in getting people their foot in the door non-judgmentally. Like, hey, listen, I don't know, you want to get ready for summer? Cool, six week program, right? And then in that six weeks, we're gonna help you get some results, feel you help you feel more motivated, and then help you understand that you got to keep doing this to to maintain or build this body up to where you want it to be, right? Like, so if, if I gotta you know, it's kind of like what I gotta do for my dog? I gotta put the the pill of medicine and fucking some peanut butter, you know, and she eats it and we're good. Uh, it's it's the same thing, but you know, I've definitely done less and less and less of it because I think if you start making that your main marketing thing all the time, all the time, all the time, you know, it, people can start believing that that becomes, oh man, I'm gonna do a six week plan, kind of. Then I'm gonna maintain, don't worry about it, you know, I'll just stay there, and then when I need to do it again, I'll just do another six week thing. And you know that the precision nutrition calls that the rest pause mentality, right? Like, uh, hey, I'll, be, I'll get started with the program, you know, when life is a little calmer. It's like life never slows down. There's always some shit going on, right? So it, it's it's about turning a dial rather than you know it's like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm going hard because life is a little bit cool calmer. Oh, kids going back to school, pause, right? And it's like, oh shit, I put on 15 pounds again. I feel like crap. Okay, a little opening here, start again. Oh man, I got a new job, pause, right? You, you will never achieve your goals to, to like become the person you want to become doing that. Now, it's it, we talked about a scenario earlier. It's like, hey, somebody that's really got stuff dialed in, then trauma hits, something crazy happens in life. You know, are they going to be able to show up the same way as they did before? Likely not. But, you know, but let's say they were at a 9.5 out of 10 on the dial. They got the nutrition dialed in, their training was dialed in. You know, they had a structure and a plan and then, boom, some shit happens, right? Now, but instead of going to zero and pausing, they dial it to like a four. You know, maybe they dial it to a four on nutrition and to a six on training and they keep going, right? And guess what? It's not going to be optimal, but it's going to be effective. And yes, then life gets better and they dial it back up again, right? But I think that this is an important part of our coaching is like helping people understand these, concepts right because remember like this is all part of belief systems right they build up a mindset so imagine if a client comes to you and you're like you know what they believe is man i don't really have good genetics so like i you know i struggle dropping fat it's 10 times harder for me than it is for somebody else is there some truth to that maybe but what does that belief do it makes them go like ah you know what I'm not going to do this. It's not going to make an impact anyways, right? It might it might be subconscious, but there be, it affects their behaviors. And then over the course of like six months, you, kept, you keep telling them stories. You give them an example. You're like, hey, Mary, let me introduce you to, to Jackie. You know, Jackie came here and she had 100 pounds to lose, right? And she struggled and she did this and that roller coaster and she believed that like it was all genetic and so on and so forth. And at a certain point in time, we just agreed on She'll start doing these basic things and doing them consistently. And now, you know, after a year and a half, she's down a hundred pounds, right? And then one person goes to the other like, hey, you can do it. I believe this too. And now this person starts going like, hmm, maybe, man, maybe there is something here, right? What are you doing? Like you're basically uh, kind of slowly eradicating or slowly chopping away at this old belief system and hopefully create a new path to a new belief system right and as coaches we're doing that every day now listen here's the other here's the other part of it people say like why do I create a lot of content right There's there's a number of reasons for it but I started realizing that like when I write emails and our clients read the email I'm chipping away at their old belief system and helping build a new one they watch a video they listen to a podcast they read an article right like they're here four days a week, five days a week, I don't know, depending on who they are for hour, maybe hour and a half. So let's let's call it six to seven hours and I'm being obviously generous here, right? A lot of damn hours that they're not here. Okay, so how can I lead them to get some type of input that helps them change their belief system to one that's gonna be more beneficial to them, right? And sometimes it's somebody else's thing, right? Like I'm like, I I just bought everybody, you know, uh Adam Borski's book. Yeah, you can't screw this up. Everybody got atomic habits. Every, I mean, I gave a lot of books away, but it's like cool. Then they read it. And people are like, hey, man, I read that book. Like, it says a lot of what you're saying. Right. Sometimes they don't believe you, but they believe somebody else. Right. And again, like this is part of our job. So to me, it's like if I create more content that is engaging and educational, and you know, they see it once a day. So that means that's five, six, seven opportunities in the week. Where they're still taking stuff in, that's helping them become who they want to become, right? It, it's like that to me. That's like the cool thing about uh, you know media today is that you know you can you can affect people twenty four seven. I can go to sleep, somebody's watching the video, right? I can go to sleep, somebody's listening to a podcast, right? Somebody will listen to this, not live, right? Later on, and I don't care if maybe one person that helps somebody just go like, damn man, ooh that hit, you know? I know, ooh, ooh I get that that's it. That's what we're doing. And it's just never ending. All right. But it, I think that's a powerful thing. Like every day I get, man, I, I I'm just, seriously, I get emotional. I'll get DMS from like all over the world. And it's like, it blows my mind, you know, whether it's from coaches for, for more of the business stuff, or it's from people that like are on the fitness side of things, try to get better. And it's like, I haven't you know, first time I see a message, you like, haven't followed me for three years and like, man, I, I really love what you did. I, you know, did this. And now I've lost 30 pounds can't wait for you. I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is crazy, right? But you see that people are listening and that's a, that's a fuel to me. And I go like, you know, I don't think there's anything better than in person, but if we have this ability through the microphone, through video, through written word to help affect people, man, like that's, you know, t- to me, that's part of the mission, right? And it's, and it's, an for any coach that's to this, like, that's my encouragement for you to get better at you know, communicating clearly for writing, for being in front of the camera, for speaking to people, because that you know we talked about that bridge. Like this is part of the bridge, right? There's a there's a reason why there's certain people that a lot a lot of people listen to because they can become good at communicating ideas, communicating strategies, and you know, edutaining, right? Like there's a reason why you listen to X Y Z podcast because you're like, man, like this is kind of you know it's it's entertaining, but man, it's teaching me a lot cool right so that is that is our mission when we're in front of people but that's also our mission you know when we're not and we have technology today that helps us with that because i don't i don't want to just i don't want to shit on technology you know i think that it has its downsides obviously but i wanted to give the positives and like
0: what are what are the good things about it right so there's a few things that i kind of pulled out from there and i think one of the early things that i learned from you like at first i credit you on saving my career as a trainer because i was like done. I know we've talked about Oh yeah. Before, I remember, but, I remember that. Yeah. But, um, but one of the things early on that you taught me was asking somebody It's very simple. And this, I think really conveys on multiple levels, your understanding of both psychology and like training, um, is how do you want to feel after the end of today's session? Right? Like that one's like, because a, they can come in and feel like, I want to feel like, you know, like I want to feel gassed you know Mm -hmm. and that could be a thing and 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 today maybe they have it and they they need to dump it all out and you've established that that's a good thing to do um or maybe they're like i i I want to feel restored because maybe they are feeling a bit drained and they Mm -hmm. want to feel rejuvenated and you as a coach know what to do in that situation to help them do that so i felt like that really conveyed how masterful you are at what you do Um, but then also what you were saying you're you're chipping away at old beliefs but you're also familiar with the book the winner effect I, I believe it's the winner effect where every everything that you do that shows them that they did something and they were successful leads it's leads them to be more successful in the future yeah with other similar tasks so it's like breaking things down and being bite sized, but also like you're chipping away at limiting beliefs on the other side of that mm-hmm. so is that would you say like is that intentional as your process or are you just kind of like barraging people with pulling away limiting beliefs and trying I know, like to act wins, or is one more important or? I think
1: I think that sometimes, you know, um, I love studying coaches, you know, I promise you this will all connect, but like, you know, um, everybody, like for instance, John Wooden, I've reread all his books, whether it's about him or by him, you know, over and over and over again, right? One of the greatest coaches in, I think, in sports, but it's a lot of the things that he did and how he did them, right? now. Some people would say, uh, you know, that coach did that thing. Maybe it was uh, nature and some nurture and environment. And then they did it really well and then they looked back and then they wrote a book or did a documentary about how they did it. I've seen that, right, where, where people are like, this is what I did and then I deconstructed and I realized why it was so good. Cool. Well, I think that it's our goal to learn that. I think that, I think that you know, in my like for instance, I became good at adapting because I moved a lot in my life. Right. And I had to figure out, like, and I, I moved to some places that were not the nicest places, you know, and, and I had to figure environments out to keep myself safe, to position myself. And so, so I, I became a good at communication. I became good at spotting people and things and stuff like that. Right. And it wasn't from a book. Right. It was from experience. Um, now, again, I was put into situations. I adapted to those situations. I learned from some other people. I don't care. I, I think it, it doesn't matter how, but I feel like, you know, Intentionally getting better at something to help another person out if that's your craft is important. So when you, you when you bring that up, like the wins part, I learned that. Um, and really, I can't remember which mentor or book I, I got it in, but it was really like most clients that we see, you know, it's like they're not coming in. I mean, like you tell me, I would say like nine out of ten is like they're not feeling great about themselves, right? Like they've beat them up. They beat themselves up a lot more than they said. Like, yeah, you you can do this. And by the way, this comes from you know you you've read the studies. Like, you get uh, I think a hundred thousand no's to like twenty thousand or maybe even you know less yeses. So the ratio of like when you're a kid, you know, like don't stop, do don't do this, don't do that, don't you know? Right? It's like it, it's kind of great where where there's a lot of neuroplasticity involved, right? We, um, I think we, I think it's like seventy. We have seventy thousand thoughts a day. Most are negative. I'm I'm talking about averages, right? So obviously and too like our our um evolution was for a long time was like looking for dangers so that we can live right a much longer time than we've been in this kind of modern era so we're 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 leaning towards finding negatives right to avoid harm so it but what that means is that like you know most people are predisposed to like oh, there you go again you failed again you suck right like so part of our job is like that, but the thing is, if that builds success, hell yeah, let's go for it. But it doesn't, right? Building on, like, self-esteem, I've, I've told this story, like uh, this analogy a million times. I'm going to tell it again, right? And Dax Moore explained this to me, and I was like, oh, man, this is the best analogy for myself, like, to, to, to share with others. Self-esteem is like a bank account, right? Like, do you do something you said you're going to do? You get a debit. You don't, you get a credit. And people, like, you know, when you get enough credits, you go bankrupt in self-esteem. And I have a lot of clients that come in are kind of like on that bankrupt side of things, right? They don't even believe themselves anymore. Like, hey, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to go for a run. Oops, snooze, right? And then it's like, you know what? This New Year's, I'm going to, like, do the detox and train six days a week. And And that's so difficult that they fall off. And then it's like, shit, like, see, I can't do it. Something's wrong with me. They've destroyed their self-esteem, right? So how how do you start stacking these, you know, I would say these, these uh, you know, debits essentially, or should I say credits, right? To build your self-esteem back up. Well, what you do is you have to do the thing. So maybe you gotta make it smaller. So the thing about that you said about winning with clients, one of the drills is like, hey, listen, you know, most people have never heard of this. I'm like, every day I want you to record three wins, you know, and I don't care how small they are. I had a coffee with a friend I haven't seen in a while. That's a win. I spent 10, 10 minutes reading a book. You know, I haven't read the book in a long time. Cool, write that down, that's a win. So at the end of every night you get three wins and I got my workout in today. wasn't great, but I got it in. Okay, cool. What if you do that, you know, seven days a week, you get 21 wins in a week. You know, how do you feel recording your wins? You feel better. Now, listen, it's not like, here's the thing the, the goal here is not to like bullshit yourself. Right. But it's to start f- stacking those wins up and feeling like, Hey man, like I am doing some stuff. Like you, you take the, the, the spotlight off of your failures and you go, put the spotlight on the good things that you're doing. And it makes you do more good things. That's the whole goal, right? It makes you, it, it doesn't make you fake feel better. It's like, makes you feel better so that you can do more and progress, right? So again, you know, I've met people that like, I'm watching them and they're like, giving like praise to people. I'm like, hey, did you notice that you do this? No, not really, but you know, my, my it's like, hey, uh, my father was a pastor and like, I grew up around that and like, he did that a lot, right? So they learned it. They didn't read it in a book, but to me, you know what you're what you're saying is like, why not study the greats in specific areas, and then take those skill sets and traits and build them up and become really good at it. You know that uh, again. When I started asking that question, same thing. I learned it from somebody, and I was just like, hey, listen, um, if you could tell me like what would make this session successful, right? If at the end of this session, what do you want to feel? Like, how do you want to feel at the end of the session for it to be successful? And like, people were like, huh, never been asked that before, man. You know what? Like, I just want to, if I honestly mean being here and getting through it, it's a win. Cool. Right. Or sometimes it's like, man, I'm feeling good. Today. I like, I want to PR today." Okay, great. We're going to PR something. You know what I mean? But the thing is, w- what happened is I shine a spotlight on them to go like, this is what a win would be at the end of the session. I'm going to give them that. Then they go like, hell yeah, I got this win and this person helped me get that win. So now there's, you're more buying, more connection and the fact that like you cared enough to ask them that, right? So again, to me, I'm like, I'm like this. Um, Alec Osborne actually said this to me like 15 years ago and said, said Luca, look, anything that anybody's ever learned, if you can read and listen, you can learn it. And now to me, it was just like, oh shit, right? I was already studying a ton, but I was like, man, like if, best marketers, uh, best coaches. But like, if I can like read the stuff and follow the stuff that they did and study them and like learn from them, ideally in person, like I can, I can learn every single thing that they've done. Right. I don't, you know, I don't care if somebody's got a little higher IQ, learns faster, this, that, the other, like you can become successful just through like, give me the top 10 people that you love and are like, man, I want to be like them. Great, Learn from them. Right. And then at, as you go along, you'll kind of build your own model. You do the Bruce Lee thing. You discard what's useless. You absorb what's useful and you kind of make it your own. Right. But that was, that was always, you know, and, and that's why you got to be observant, like not only just reading books um, and reading books from, from different people, right. That, that have done great things in different areas that you want to improve. But it's like, man, go and watch. Right. That's to, to this day, you know, I'll I'm speaking around the country a lot. I'll go to gyms. I'll talk to people. I'm like, hey, do you mind if I jump in your class? Do you mind if I if I watch this? No, no, go ahead. You know, I'm there watching. I'm like, oh man, like they do this thing really well. Like I noticed this, boom, I take a note, right? And my goal is like, when I come back, I'm gonna do the thing that they did right away. You know, I, I think that that's been the thing really successful for here at Vigor is like, we've done so many in-staff certification seminars here at the gym, right? I think we're like at 120 in the last, I think eight years, nine years, I mean, you know, averaging 10 plus per year, pretty much. And as soon as the seminar is, is is over, I'm like, here's these two, three things. Tomorrow when I coach small group, when I coach the rugby team, NFL guys, these clients, I'm doing it, right? And the whole week I'm like doing this thing, doing this thing. And usually the clients are like, oh man, here he goes. Came from a seminar. Fuck is he's doing a new thing, right? And it's like, I'm like, absolutely. I'll tell him, I'll be like, straight up, absolutely. Like, hey, I learned this thing and like, I want to implement this thing because I think it's really good. And they go like, man, this guy's always looking to be better. Right? So I'm not hiding it. I'm not trying to be like some, you know, magician and shit. I'm like, I am like, you know, cause it's a great point for them. It's absolutely. If you learn something today and you know that could help you be better, wouldn't you wanna test it right away? Wouldn't you wanna like that's how I feel. Like I wanna be better for you as a coach. So I'm already doing this right away. You know, and then they go like, damn, this motherfucker's better, better for us, you know? And, and and to me, that's like the the man, it's it's such a exciting thing because you can never just get there, right? It's the infinite game that Simon Sinek talks about, right? Like, I mean, tell me what is, the, what is the place that I can get to where it's like, you're a 10 out of 10, you can't learn anything. You have absolutely mastered the craft of coaching that to where no one can, like, you cannot get better. It's not, it doesn't exist, right? It does not exist. And so if you are on this journey with that mindset, right? I think one, the journey becomes a lot more of a uh, enjoyable journey. I'm not saying it doesn't, it's not tough. Any, you know, any business, any career is going to have its is, is tough parts. But I promise you it gets way better, right? Like being, the, having this like childlike curiosity and being like, man, I thought I was, you know, it's funny. Cause sometimes I, something I think I was really good at, like five years later when I was even better at it, I realized like, man, I'm not even that good at this shit. Right. And then, and then it's like, but that means I got to, you know, I can continue to improve, and and that's I think that that's a good feeling. I believe, you know, I, I always go back to um, Kobe's uh, farewell speech, you know, and, and he goes like, man, I thought that, you know, winning the championship and winning this and that, that that was the dream, you know, and then what I realized is like, the work is the dream, you know, it's like the what he said is like the journey, right? The the you doing the work for this thing is actually the dream. Right. So if you get to do what you love and keep getting better at it and, you know, Tony Robbins talks about that. One of my mentors, Gary J. White, talked about it. You know, it's, it's written in many different things, but that a big part of purpose of life is growth, right, is expansion. Like you can, you know, a person will say, like, if I can get to this status in my career and make this much money and like have this thing, you know, then once I have that, that's it. I'll be OK. Right. But if you got there and it was no more progress, like you would start feeling unfulfilled in life it'd be like i don't know like i just i'm just here i can do whatever i want but like i'm just stagnating you you wouldn't feel good right life is about progression now i think that seasons of life you know like you you have a family so you know it's like okay you get a kid oh i'm there's definitely gonna be expansion here but maybe i'm gonna have to put this on not maybe pause, but slow-mo, right? Like I, I I equivalent it to bamboo. Bamboo is always growing, right? Sometimes it grows slow, sometimes it grows incredibly fast, but it's always growing, right? So it's like, okay, development of my career, slow-mo, still moving forward. Me becoming like a good father, not putting a lot of effort into that one, right? Uh, business, let's keep it stable and slowly growing. My health and fitness, all right, smooth, Right. And it said, it's like, okay, cool. Now this is a little bit more locked in. All right. I know that you just, you know, did a transformation. It was like, all right, let's crank this health and fitness up. Let me do a photo shoot. Let me push this a little bit more. Right. that That's how it works. Like you turn the dials up and down, but the goal is to like always be growing. Right. Um, I mean, I, I know that was a, a long answer, but, um, uh,
0: if you, if you have time for one more question, I got all the time, maybe not all the time in the world, but I got, I got time. And so, you know, a lot, a lot of, um, what I'm hearing is like, you know, some, some success is determined by some set of intangibles. And I think one of those is awareness. Would you say that because there's, there's known, there's known knowns, there's known unknowns. That is the things that we know we don't know. And then there are the unknown unknowns. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that can really like bite us in the butt. Uh, Um, so would you say some of the value in, getting a coach or a mentor is that awareness surrounding maybe more of those unknown unknowns because like you might go online and google nutrition things but you don't even know what sort of things are going to bite you in the butt because you're like okay i learned the macros and all that stuff so well since i understand this stuff i just turn that up to a 10 and then it's way too hard why is it way too hard right and and that's maybe the unknown unknown is like oh how the hormones play a role on the backside, and what would have made you more successful in the
1: Absolutely. I mean, here, here's the thing, man. Like my big thing is like been there, done there, still doing it. Right. I mean, that's to the people that who I look to and, you know, somebody that's usually gone through phases or coached through phases of where I am at. Right. So, and I mean, we could, I'm, I'm going to draw some parallels, but like when I did the commercial real estate thing and I've never been in it, you know, I had a friend that's very good at it. Guide me. Right. I showed up at every meeting and it's like they got annoyed with me because I was asking like these super baseline questions for them. Right. Because they're like, we've done this a million times, this guy's. But after a while, they're like, man, this dude's actually like I'm like, yeah, but what about this? What about this? But why is this this much? But, you know, it's like learning. But like if you have somebody that's like, here's the deal, here's how to avoid this problem. Right. Or they're look, they've seen it so many times that they're looking at you and go like, and this is part of the awareness part. Right. Like, hey here's what's happening. Like, you're running into the problem because of this, right? And here's some options for you. You pick, you know, because I think autonomy is such a big part of um, success in coaching, right? It's like, instead of telling people what to do, you give them, you know, like, hey, here's what I believe is happening. Like, here's some options. Which one, which option do you want to take? Makes you feel in control, right? But I, I believe that that's such a big part of it. Like, you can't, you know, you see the next step, but the coach, he sees the next 117. Now he's giving you the next step, right? He's giving you some options for next steps, but you might like you don't know what's coming up, okay? And and again, like what is it worth to you? You know, if you go to parallel in business, I'm I'm, I'm bringing it to business because sometimes mistakes can cost you absurd amounts of money, right? Like it's like you do make a mistake and it's a twenty thousand dollar mistake or it's a hundred thousand dollar mistake or it could be you know a million dollar mistake if it's a, if it's a bigger business. You know, and a person can go like, "No,, nah, nah, don't do that, or let me guide you this direction, right and it and it comes down to, I'm sure many people have heard this story, right? Like factory, you know, newspaper factory stops working every hour that they're not punching out newspapers, they're losing tons of money. You know, they know what to do. Massive factory, they call it guy in guys walking around. Nah, 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 nah. like give me a screwdriver. you know, screws one screw, says turn it back on, Boop and it works, right. And they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like you saved the day. You know, he sends a, sends a, um, a bill and it's like, you know, $50,000, you know, and they're like, what the hell? Like you were there for an hour. Right. And they're like, give us an itemized bill. You <laughs> know, And he's basically like, well, yeah, screwing the screw was a dollar. knowing one, no one which screw the screw. was 49,999, you know, 99. And I think with the coaches, you know, that's kind of what happens, right? They have a lot of, it's not knowledge. It's just, it's not knowledge, right? Knowledge applied equals wisdom. So. Now, knowledge applied doesn't always equal results. It Equals wisdom, because it's like you might fail, and then guess what? You can look at that failure and learn from it, right, and improve. But they have that. They have a ton of experience and wisdom through application through a lot of people, and so it's like guiding you. Like you'd have to you have to make so many mistakes sometimes to get to that. Why not you know learn the principles, get that kind of guidance and be able to cut through that. I mean, like, the really what, that's what it comes down to. I mean, think about the, at, at higher levels. And like, I know some people that work in that space of consultants that come in and I mean, you know, the, the numbers that they're charging, if I tell, I mean, you'd be like, what the hell? But really all they're doing is telling people which screw to screw. You know what I mean? And look for, from a standpoint of a coaching space, I would say, you know, become so valuable and get the reps in and, and and by the way like getting the refs into me is like you know what is step one we, we talked about in the coaching space well it's like coach as many people as possible right and get that experience and get that wisdom and become really, really really good because over time right you can become that person that's telling people which screw to screw right and it's like and now you know you're getting paid for the knowledge the education the the guidance the experience that you have versus just like another x and o right and i think that's that's very very valuable but you can't you know by the way like i have to throw in my two cents about you know when 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 there's this conversation about online coaching which i'm not against i do some of it we're about to do even more of it but like you know and i definitely do it a lot in the business space but it's it's like this right if you don't have that coaching experience and all these reps like you have no, like when a person is online, you have no, your, your pool of experience is so small that you really don't have good feedback for all these obstacles that they're facing, right? Which I think that you've really built it in the real world because it's already, I mean, you know, you, you, you train people in person, is it difficult training? Like if you look at the, the, the scope of people that you train, right? It's, it's, it's pretty challenging to get everybody great results, right? I mean, it's work, right? To, to guide them there, but that's in person. You can see them, feel them, touch them, guide them, this, that, the other. Now you take away, again, proximity, right? Which is such a big factor. And you take away as much accountability and proximity and you put it all online, which, you know, tech can help us with it and whatnot, but it becomes more difficult, right? So I think that you have to be a really good coach in person and that's gonna help you become a really good coach online. Um, And it goes back to what you just said, right? Like, why hire a coach? Right? Well, you wouldn't hire them because they've been there, done that, and continue to do it, and they have the experience and wisdom to where no matter almost what, what situation you're in, they're like, "Yeah, I've actually gone through this like many a times, right? And I have a, like I have a hardcore toolbox and give you awareness around what the next thing
0: is for you, right That was amazing. Luca, I have to thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This could very easily go two, three, four hours. All the I mean, time. Listen, man, I feel like we're getting <laughs> a little warmed up.
1: I, I mean, you know what? Here's here's the thing, man. Like, um, and I'll I'll try to finish on this note because I, I love I you know I love talking about this, and it's almost like the um. What is the, you know, when you start talking about coaching, right? Like, you can go all these different routes. So We can talk about training and reps to set schemes and like methods. And by the way, I I love that shit too. Like, I geek out about it. Um, I would even say like, that's what I loved the most at first. Um, and then, but t- to me, it started becoming like, what are, you know, you look at a beauty, you know, I'm a, I'm a watch guy, right? Like you look at this, you know, the best watches in the world are most expensive. Like the re- you know the reason they're most expensive apart from design and materials is like, what's under the hood, right? So you open it up and the true, you know, the true, I would say enthusiasm of, uh, of watches are like, they'll look at that and be like, oh my God, this is, this mechanism, you know, like it's, what it takes to run this and how they put this together is insane and like to me coaching that's what i love to do i'm like here's the you know here's the x's and o's let's look under the hood let's let's look at what makes the watch you know tick what makes coaching tick what makes training tick nutrition tick mindset tick recovery tick you know and then go really deep down into the weeds so you understand the principles because when you understand the principles things become easier, right? Like I think I forgot who who said this poem, right? But like um, methods are many, principles are few. Methods change, principles never do. And it's a lot easier to build a bigger toolbox if you understand the principles, right? But if you're a person, I mean, this is an extreme example, but like I go on YouTube because I look at workouts. That's a cool workout. But if you understand adaptation, if you understand stress, if you understand you know, uh, stimulus and recovery, you understand nutrition on a on a high level and you're seeing like what people need and what they need to eliminate and so on and so forth. But I mean, you understand this at a very very deep level. Now, like you have so many options for the methods, right? And building these t- the toolbox to be able to deliver this thing. Right? And so I think that there's too many people that, you know, again, taking this industry and taking this profession very, very seriously to be able to understand the depths of it so that you know you can become much much better at the stuff on the top and the thing is you know i did this in the past i know i know many people do once you learn some shit then you start talking you know very smart you know like this is psych- sarcoplasmic hypertrophy mary what the fuck this guy's like speaking an alien right like and and reverse is like hey look this is another method that's really gonna help you um you know build muscle right but it's not as stressful on the joint whatever right like i guess i explained it in a simple way like Become really, really good and then become a great communicator so that, you know, again, we talked about information at the deep level, becoming a great communicator so you can create this bridge from information to integration. And then that's what's gonna help people with the transformation. You know? So I think that's a good note to finish on. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna have to do part two. Uh,
0: but. For sure. Love to have you back on for sure. Uh, what is the best place for people to find you if they wanna learn more about what you're doing and, uh, Basically, just I mean, if they can pick up, I feel like ten percent of the value that I've picked up all time, anywhere, it's probably like your YouTube is insane. That library Rolodex is insane. Um, yeah, I, I would I'll
1: give like so on Instagram, I kind of share a lot. You know, it's almost like the shorter content, but then like, hey, I just did it. You know, lead you to wherever it's the block, the 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 podcast, the YouTube. So um, the IG is Luca at LucaHostivar dot com of. Our.com. I was going to .com, at Luca Hosovar. Uh, and then YouTube, if you just plug in Luca Hosovar, it'll pop up uh, for my channel. Uh, the podcast is the Vigor Life Podcast, where a lot of times, I mean, I've got a lot of guests. I do solo episodes. It's very, very, uh, I would say, to, it, it's for coaches, I would say the most, and fitness enthusiasts, but definitely for worse coaches. I've really leaned very heavily on that. Um, all my, like, I've become, I've started doing a lot of courses and workshops, and we're about to, do some cool stuff on that end. If you go to, go to com, that's where all the courses and workshops live. Um, and last but not least, if you're in the area, uh, vigorgroundfitness.com, that's the gym. Uh, that's also, but the reason why I'm bringing that one up is because we're, we're, um, essentially becoming more and more of a media company too, from a standpoint of, I got some incredible art, you know, myself, but other incredible article writers that like, we'll be dropping anywhere from, you know, three to four uh, articles per month on like we got one dropping tonight that's you know athlete for life part one is gonna be a four-part series that's gonna be training nutrition mindset recovery um i got you know awesome awesome writers uh writing on nutrition writing on training um and really was just kind of like the mindset of let's bring everything back home i've i've written for a lot of big publications i probably still will but i just said you know let, let's make the best stuff go on our own platforms so that we get more eyeballs there um so on the fitness.com site if you go to blog, you have all the podcasts there. But now we're going to start having um, a lot of the articles as well. So I think you know it's, it's quite robust and it's is becoming more and more robust as as we go along. But those are all the different areas that you can uh, kind of dig in and, and learn for for different purposes. Perfect. Thank you, Luca. My pleasure, brother.